Welcome back to another episode of Rewilding for Women, where we explore the awakening path, and we aim to do that in a very open, honest, and vulnerable kind of way. I'm your host, Sabrina Lynn, founder of Rewilding for Women. Today's episode, Healing the Divine Masculine. Ah! (laughs) I loved this exploration, loved that we were able to go into the six faces of the divine masculine, the different expressions of the divine masculine, loved that we were able to kind of sneak past, I don't know what to call them, maybe social norms or our own perceptions or our own kind of lenses, glasses, goggles that we sort of wear and maybe see some deeper beliefs, more unconscious, more hidden beliefs that we hold around both the feminine and the masculine. I think we got there. Um, at least it, it was, it felt like we got there and based on the comments, that were shared on the YouTube live, which is where this was recorded originally. Um, It looks like we got there. So my hope is that this episode allows you to see things that you maybe didn't see before or allows you to reframe your own relationship to the masculine, both the masculine within yourself and the masculine outside of yourself. Also, I hope that it brings you something around your relationship with the fullness of the feminine. So we talk a lot about the fullness of the feminine and our capacity to more honor the fullness of the feminine. So I know we talk a lot about our capacity to express and embody and allow the different aspects of the feminine to flow through us. But because this is looking at divine masculine and exploring divine masculine, it's more about our capacity to hold witness and honor all of the feminine. So it's yummy. It's juicy. It's intense. My dad was there on the live. Yeah, because they're YouTube lives now. So they're not held in our kind of semi-private Facebook group. They're open uh, on Saturdays at 11 a.m. U.S. Pacific time. And we're going to be doing them every Saturday at that time. So you are so welcome to join us on the live. It's a different energy. You get to interact. You get to see the comments. Like you could have seen my dad commenting. (laughs) Sabrina, your dad's here. That was his first comment. I think it was that. It was something along those lines. Um, But it's a whole different vibe to be there live. And if you're ever called to, just know that they happen Saturdays on our YouTube channel. Just search for Rewilding for Women and you'll find us. All right, uh, last thing that I want to share with you before going into the episode is week of mystery school for free. That's crazy, a week. So we really felt into what is it that we're called to do in the world? How are we called to serve in these times? What are we called to bring in? What are we called to birth? What kind of a space are we called to hold? And it felt really important and really aligned for us to do a mystery school 2020. Of course, it's going to be online given the current state of affairs, but we also felt it to be really important to hold that space open to any woman, any person who identifies as woman, 
we felt called to hold that space open for them for a week and to just share explorations, share workshops, share practices that open the doors to the mysteries. And so I would love to invite you into that. Would love to share that week with you. We don't have it posted publicly yet. We've got a few more details to put together. But by the time you hear this, it might be posted. Um, If it's not, go to our website, rewildingforwomen.com. Scroll through and you'll see where you can sign up for a free workshop or sign up to get updates. As long as you are a member of our newsletter, you will get an invitation to Mystery School, to that free week of Mystery School. So if you're not already a subscriber, um, I would say (laughs) this is going to be huge um, and it's big and it's beautiful and I would love to share it with you. So rewildingforwomen.com and just find a place to sign up or to subscribe to a workshop or a newsletter. You'll be in our um, our members area then and you will then get the invitation. That should be out in a couple of days. Okay, that's it. Uh, just wanted to make sure I got that invitation out. Enjoy this episode and maybe just bring yourself to a place of being open, to a place of allowing to see maybe what you didn't see before, a place of vulnerability with yourself and a place of that radical honesty place that we always talk about. All right, from that space, I invite you to dive deep into the divine masculine. I wanna talk about the threads of the, of the masculine. I feel like this is important to like, delineate these or to open the door to the threads of the divine masculine and the different flavors of the divine masculine. So for those of you who are on the pop-up live on Instagram or on Facebook on Thursday, so two days ago, we did a pop-up live and just talked about the divine masculine to sort of open the door to this conversation. And in it, we talked about how if you kind of feel like top, top, top level of, of divine masculine, or you can say divine feminine, or you can say God or goddess, doesn't matter, but you can kind of feel the two up here at a very high, high, high level. And then if you kind of bring it down a level, you can start to like delineate them. You can start to pull them out into what we do is six faces. So we can come down from just like the fullness of the divine masculine. I won't go into that. You can find the replays of the lives if you want to go a little bit more into that, but like the fullness of the divine masculine. And then you come into the different expressions. And it was so beautiful to read the different characteristics and the different words that everyone was sharing around the divine masculine expressions. So if you think of the six faces as as being archetypes or flavors of, of the divine masculine. And so feeling into like, let me feel into which one to start with. I think because my dad is live or was live, um, like great father, but also don't humanize this. So don't humanize this. It's, it's not father. It's great father, like great mother. It's like unconditional loving father. So don't humanize it. It's taking it up to that higher expression, that archetypal expression, that impersonal expression. So taking it up to great father energy, like great father energy and just feel into that, that's Saturn. So for those of you who work with archetypes or work with astrology, that's Saturn energy is great 
father energy, like this, this great teacher, great father energy. And that's a thread of divine masculine. And then you feel into another thread of divine masculine, and then you can shift into medicine man, right? So you feel like, ah, divine masculine expression of father, and you can think of, of, of different characteristics of that or different examples that you've seen of that. And then you shift over and you think of medicine man or shaman, right? You think and you feel into medicine man, you feel into shaman, and you feel into that expression of divine masculine coming through. And what are the gifts of, of that expression? And then you feel into lover. So you feel into masculine lover, right? And this is from the high heights. This is the high heights. So you're feeling into divine masculine as lover. You know, this is what opens up sacred sexuality. This is what opens up tantric expression. This is what opens up, you know, divine union between two human beings and, and opening up to those higher realms and altered states of consciousness. And, and you can explore and explore and explore. It also opens up to a lot of shadow work, right? But, um, but you can really feel into how the masculine expresses itself, can express itself through divine lover, through masculine lover, and then warrior. So you can feel how divine masculine can express himself through warrior, as like Shaolin warrior, sacred warrior, heart warrior, warrior for love. And you can feel it's, it's a high expression. It's divine masculine. It's just coming through as the flavor of warrior. Um, and I loved the comments that Leona, I think it was Leona that was sharing, or some of you were saying, sharing like a force to be reckoned with. And you can feel like that's warrior energy. And for those of you who are into astrology and archetypes, that's Mars, right? Mars, God of war, God of war. But how divinized is it? So how divinized, how, how high of an expression is it? Uh, how soul aligned, heart connected, how in service to the highest, greatest good of all is that expression of, of warrior. And then you can feel into, so sometimes we can feel mystic and medicine man, and we can feel the similarities between mystic and medicine man, but medicine man and shaman is more like an earth-based um, masculine energy. And then if you were to feel into mystic, like mystic, masculine mystic that's where you kind of feel into shiva energy you kind of feel into like that transcendent energy that really high masculine spirituality energy that would be masculine mystic energy but still and that's an easy one to feel the divine expression of right like that's not hard it's not like god of war where there's some work to do to be able to express god of war in a divinized highly aligned sacred way like sacred warrior is a tough one it's a tough one so is sacred lover you have to work through all of your crap right that starts to take you into lower chakra stuff and maybe we'll talk a little bit more about that um, coming up, but and then that final, that sixth phase, I think we're on the sixth phase, um, would be dark masculine, dark god. So those of you who've been hanging out rewilding for a while, you'll know that we do a lot of work with the dark goddess. We do a lot. Tina, love that. Yes, let's talk about lower chakras. I think it's really important, um, especially if we're going to start talking about healing the divine masculine. So, <clears throat> so if we um, feel into that um, kind of that last that last um, category 
Um, actually, let me just hold this to like all six. So if you're feeling all six of them, and it's like top here is fullness of the masculine expression, then you start to come down and how does it express out through a human being? How does it express out through a person? And think of a person who's a masculine person for you. So think of a person, can be a man, can be a woman, doesn't matter, but a person who expresses a lot of masculine energy. And just start to think, you know, if you feel into your, maybe you have a very masculine partner and you start to feel into your masculine partner and you go, wow, okay, my partner is real warrior. My partner is real mystic. My partner is real shaman. And, and you can start to feel, you know, you can start to feel, or, or here, <laughs> my partner is shit scared of their shaman, is shit scared of their mystic, or is shit scared, you, you even see like masculine beings who are very, very scared of their own warrior, very, very scared of their own sexuality, or it's dormant, right? It's, it's dormant, it's locked away, or here's a really big one, is very, very, um, that final category that we talked about, the dark masculine, the dark God. You know, we do so much work around the dark and the hidden and the repressed, and you start to feel into that. And how many beings in our society, men, women alike, have opened up to their own dark masculine. Dark doesn't mean bad. It's not evil. It's not bad. It's not horrible. It's fucking glorious. But it's getting all the shadow work, all of the hooks and all of the gooey bits out of the way so that that a clean Pluto can express itself, so that a clean dark god can express itself or a clean dark goddess can come out and express itself. Um, <clears throat> so I love what Bianca just shared, this comment, um, reconstructing foundations within. And I could go on and on and on about astrology for a really long time and just current energetics. And even if we don't go into astrology, and if you were to feel into the masculine, so now we're going to start to move our way into the healing. I think we've set up the foundation. All of this was just foundational building. Um, so foundational building, we first talked about the divine masculine. Then we talked about the six faces of the masculine. And you could do 10 faces. You could do three faces. You could do... It doesn't matter. It just gives us a framework to talk about things and it kind of expands our minds and starts to understand, a, give us a way of starting to understand this. Um, now, <laughs> it's like the feminine wants to weave in. Um, so I think one more foundational piece that's important before we start going into the healing of the divine masculine or the awakening of the divine masculine's full expression. So sometimes healing, we think there's something wrong or there's a problem, but what if it's similar to how we talk about the divine feminine and it's like the rise of the divine masculine, the awakening of the fullness of the divine masculine. Like, yes, <laughs> like, yes, like the world needs the fullness of the divine masculine, not the toxic, masculinity that so many of us have seen and that we are seeing so loudly in the world in certain places in certain areas and um, and then it's so hard i have to i feel myself every time i bring up the masculine especially in america so i'll just share this here's a little tidbit this will give us a little this is like story time break having worked in australia having worked in europe um, and having worked in north america canada um, the u.s 
there is a wild way, um, not a wild way, there is a way that I find myself having to do extra things to get us into the divine masculine, to get us into the masculine. Yeah, it's wild that I don't have to do in other countries. And I'm not saying that other women in other countries or other men in other countries don't have similar threads of resistance to the masculine or similar threads of um, emotion, like intense rage or grief or pain or fear around the masculine in the ways that it's very prominent in America. Um, so just, just want to speak that for a moment. I know that we are here from all over the world, all over the world. We are a global community. We are an incredibly global community and I love that and I cherish that about us and it's, it gifts all of us. But I think sometimes it's really important to just speak those differences and to honor that in different cultures, like if, if you've never left your own culture or your own country, to know that the way the masculine and the feminine interact is very, very different in other parts of the world. The way that the feminine views the masculine is very, very different in different parts of the world. Like here in the US, the feminine pretty much fucking hates the masculine. Uh, let's just be real. You know, the, the, it's, it's pretty much um, this, I want to, I'm being very, very general. This is not, <laughs> this is not our community. This is not a lot of us. So I'm certainly not saying this. I'm being super general in just like feeling collective energy, but feeling collective energy, it's this like wild, I am not going to sugarcoat this. And this is just going to be my perception. So take this for what it is. This is my perception and you have your own and feel free to comment. Feel free to totally disagree with me. I love that. I absolutely honor that. Uh, but just feel into what this does for you is there's a lot of the, the feminine here in this particular country at this particular time that does this emasculating of the masculine, does this really demonizing of the masculine, like demonizes masculine energy, demonizes it, tells it it's wrong, um, belittles it, diminishes it, emasculates it. Um, does all of this like wild um, stuff to the masculine. Um, so I think that that's important to call out. Like we need to call that out. If we're gonna have this conversation around healing the masculine, we've gotta call that out. Now I'm not saying that there isn't deep wounding that our, many of us carry or hold or the collective carries and holds around being wounded by the masculine. I'm not at all saying that. I'm, I'm definitely not saying that it's not like righteous. Some of it's not righteous anger or righteous grief. Um, the word righteous really gets me. <laughs> righteous is automatically like, whoo, better look at that shadow inside itself. Um, and that's a big part of it. So let's talk about this healing of the, of the masculine. How can I get us in there without these defenses? See, I'm talking about this because I want to share the defenses that we have around it, the blocks that we have around it, the perceptions, the preconceived notions that we have around it. And some of it's so tough and so armored that it's really, really hard to get in there. Probably why I've never done this topic before ever in my life in this way. We've done it in mystery schools and we've done it in four day retreats, but that's a whole different story. I mean, this is like a one hour YouTube public conversation. <laughs> this is very, very different space, but um, let's find the doorway. 
we need like a sneaky little back door that gets behind preconceived notions, behind the pain, behind the um, projection of something. We just gotta get behind all that stuff. Um, what do you crave most? When it comes to relationship, as a feminine, so I know some of us are very, very masculine and we crave, um, we crave kind of the opposite, but as a feminine, like I, I wanna know this, like let's get raw, let's get real, let's get honest and let's get vulnerable. This is the time when we get super real with ourselves. We get super real in our circle and in our conversations and everything that we're sharing. Brie, equal partnership companion. I wanna know more about that. What the fuck does that mean? What does that mean? Equal, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm getting angry. So I'm gonna bash y'all, not in a bad way. This is like the most loving thing that I think I can do for us. Um, <clears throat> holding, yes, love that. Equal partnership companion. Brie, I wanna know, what the fuck is equal? Because if we start talking about equal, we start talking about man, man, woman, woman. A lot of times, a lot of times I'm not saying that you are, but I just wanna know what that means. Like, let's define it, get into it, compliment each other, okay? complement each other. Does that mean polarizing each other? Does that mean one is in the feminine, one is in the masculine? Or, or do you want a friend? I, I'm just, I'm not being a jerk. I'm just being real. Do we want a friend or do we want a lover? Do we want a friend or do we want a lover? Do we want to be dancing the polarities and create a whole lot of that beautiful sexual juice? Do we want to be able to surrender open into our feminine? Or do we just want a really good fucking friend where we can have a great conversation and keep it all mental? I, I, I just, I'm throwing this out there. I just want to be super real and super honest um, about this. Divine union, Lindsay, great. What does that mean? I want to know. I'm, I'm not being mean. I think this is so good for us. Like we say all these things offhandedly. I want divine union. Well, what is divine union for you? What is that? Um, I want it all. I, what is all? What is all? Like we have to get real about what it is that we want. Let's get to the guts of this thing. A lot of times we just, you know, it's all this like surface level stuff that we talk about. I'm not saying that you're being surface level at all. I'm simply just trying to get us in a little bit deeper. Deepest trust. I like that. I'm not gonna smash you on that one, Marianne. That's good. Um, a lover who knows how to be dominant yet still. Grace, thank you, woman. Yes, I love that. Can't argue with that one. Truth, commitment, shared visions. Truth, commitment, shared visions. All right, that's cool. I'm not gonna smash. <laughs> um, support, um, glorious sex juices, and um, uh, I want acceptance of the infinite feminine. I want understanding of any craziness that happens in a situation. <laughs> Lindsay, what was the question? So the question was, if I'm woman, I'm feminine, I don't care what body we're in, but if I'm the feminine, Right, like get woman on this, get girly on this, get feminine on this, I'm the feminine. What do I crave in a man? Like what do I crave in the masculine? What is it, like our divine feminine is so fucking wise. It is so wise, but it's just that we are so oftentimes disconnected from it. And we, we can't even feel into what it is that we're craving. Or we don't want to admit to what it is that our feminine is craving, she's craving it. She's craving it, she's craving it all the time and that's why she takes his head off when he's not being it. But we don't know what we're doing. We're just doing a crazy tantrum, we're taking their head off and we're pissed, but we don't even know why we're pissed. We're pissed because they're not showing up. They're not showing up in a way that we know that they can show up, right? This is our wisdom heart speaking. This is our divine feminine, our divine feminine asking for more consciousness, more consciousness, more consciousness, more presence, more presence, more presence, more presence, right? 
higher, higher masculine expression, higher masculine. I know you're better than this. Come on, stop being a five-year-old little fucking boy, right? Grow up, be a man. What is that? Like, what is that? What is that? Um, <clears throat> I wanted to listen and act on what I say and ask, to be able to hold even the ugly, icky stuff. Christy, thank you, woman. This is exactly where I was starting to move into. Um, so there is a part of our feminine, right? There's a part of our feminine where we are all, right? The feminine, you can look at all the past podcasts that are on our divine feminine, the fullness of woman. This is what we talk about in rewilding. We are life itself. And if you think of what is life itself, life itself is a tree, is a squirrel, is a, is a bright sunny sky, is a tsunami, right? Life itself, life, we are life itself. We are life itself. The feminine is life itself. All expressions of life itself, all of them, all of, there is not an expression of life itself that I am not, that I, I can't embody, that I can't embrace, that I can't let flow through my being. There is not one. There also is not an emotion that doesn't easily, well, I shouldn't say easily, it depends on where we're at. A lot of us have shut all of that stuff down, but there is not an emotion or an expression of life itself, including um, actions, including movements, including emotional expressions, including energetic transmissions, including the unseen as well as the seen realms. And so there's a part of us that is dying, fucking dying dying for masculine energy to be able to honor all of it. To not go, you're being too much. That's too crazy. That's irrational, illogical. Why do you change your mind all of the time? You're, you're too much, right? That too much woman poem. We'll post that on our social media things if you haven't seen that. It's so good, it's perfect. You're too much. So there is a part of our deep, 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 deep feminine that is just great. Just, just let me be all of it. Let me fucking cry when I want to cry. Like, let me, let me be a lot. I am a lot and I'm sick of having to tamper this. I'm sick of having to tone this down for you. I'm sick of... And then we move into, I'm sick of not sharing my fucking knowings with you. I'm sick of not telling you my intuition. I'm sick of you not hearing my intuitions or trusting my intuitions. When I say I feel something and I know something, it's going to fucking come true. It's going to come true, but you need some sort of black and white, logical, rational thing that you can see in the 5D world because you can't understand the amount of things that I feel and sense and pick up on, right? When I walk in a room and I say like, oh, hey, that 70-year-old guy in the back, he's gonna have a heart attack tomorrow and he's probably gonna die. I want it to be acknowledged, like I want to not be told I'm crazy and I'm some witch and I'm wild and I'm too much and I don't know how to handle you. I don't know how to handle you. I don't know how to deal with you. How many of us have heard those words? I don't know how to handle you. I can't handle this. This is too much for me. I don't know how to deal with you. How many of us have heard that? How many of us have heard that? Now, this one's gonna suck. Are you ready? This is gonna suck. This is that let's be super honest and super real and super vulnerable, right? So I'm just gonna ask, 
this is all about our own development. This is all about us being okay to be vulnerable. And so let's just take a minute and go like, okay, I'm all right to be vulnerable. I'm all right to be vulnerable. This might get a little bit intense. <laughs> this might hurt a little bit, but I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm held. I'm safe enough to be vulnerable and I'm safe enough to see the truth about me. I'm safe enough. I'm safe enough to see this. I'm safe enough. So from this really safe place, like you're held, you are so fucking held and there's no judgment here. There's no judgment. So you're in a no judgment space. There is, you're, you're totally safe to see this. You're just safe to see the truth. You're just safe to see the truth. Ultimate curiosity. Where have you not been able to hold the fullness of your own feminine? Where have your emotions been too much for you? Where have you said the exact same things? Where have you said this is too, this, this is too much? This is too much emotion. This is too much intuition. This is too much sensitivity. I'm feeling too much. Where have you said I can't hold this? Where have you done it? We have to get real about this. We have to get real about this. We have to be real. How many times on a daily basis do we tone it down because we can't handle it? Or we don't want to handle it? Or we haven't been taught how to handle it? This isn't about shaming. There's no shame in this. There is no shame in this. And there's no judgment in this. Most of us haven't been taught how to handle the feminine. Most of us haven't been taught what even is the feminine. Two, handle is the worst fucking word on the planet. You don't handle her. There's no handle. I can't handle this. I don't know how to deal with, you don't handle the feminine and you don't deal with the feminine. You witness without judgment the feminine. You witness, it's the weather. You don't deal with, you don't manage the rain, the sun. We don't get to control mother nature. Right? We, she's created the Grand Canyon for God's sakes. Like, we don't get to control a tsunami. We don't get to do that. And so if we start to understand that that is the nature of the feminine, the allness of life itself, every weather pattern, and the more that we can just hold, witness, honor, love, all expressions, all expressions of her, all expressions of her, the more healed, the whole of everything will be. The more healed our masculine is, the more healed the feminine is, right? This becomes a glorious fucking dance. This is a dance. It becomes this amazing dance of love, of honoring, of witnessing, of polarity, right? One is dancing the expression of love flowing through us in whatever capacity that is. Energy is just moving through us. We are just expressing life itself. It might be through tears. It might be through like roaring Kali rage. It might be through tantrika lover, right? However that life force itself is expressing, heal big, open, available, divine masculine is able to not only stay in the room, which a lot of masculine can't even stay in the fucking room in a lot of the expressions of the fullness of the feminine is not only able to stay in the room, but is able to be fully fucking present, fully with her, with that expression, whatever it is, right? He's not transcending Shiva-ing out. He's not 
skating off into another place. He's not shutting down. He's not freaking out. He's not running away thinking he's been a bad little boy because, you know, feminine has just, you know, gotten crazy, crazy on him. And it's like, oh shit, mom, you know, he goes into mommy, uh, mommy son sort of stuff, you know, like, oh, I'm a bad boy, right? Like, oh, I don't, uh, I better go to my room or what, what, whatever the reactions are. Can you see this? Can you feel this? It is so, it is so wild. <laughs> I love, I love that. Um, growing gold. Yes, I want him. Um, um, so many can't stay in the room. True this, all the masculine running away. Um, Tina, thanks woman. <laughs> um, wow. I want to check our time really quick. <laughs> hmm. How do we do this? I think that's the question now, right? Um, I think we can see. There's a few things. Like if we can see what's possible, you know, like see what's possible, like what's possible, not just in relationship because that's an easy one you know that's that's kind of our go-to usually to see what's possible in intimate relationship yes for sure to see what's possible in hmm, to take it to another step of relating in the world you know to see what's possible in relationships outside of intimate relationships to see what's possible in the way we lead a country or the way we lead an organization, or the way that we lead a business. What, why doesn't corporate make room for the feminine? Or what aspects of the feminine does a, a big corporate organization make room for? And what aspects does a big corporate organization not make room for? It's just, it's just start to feel into all of this, in, into all of our frameworks and how much of the feminine is accepted in them. Family system, you know, think about your own family system. What parts of, of you are not necessarily like accepted in, in that container, in that container? And then think about your relationship with yourself. So, hate to say it. <laughs> But it all comes back to here, right? It all comes back to here. And what is my inner relationship between my own masculine and my own feminine? What are my masculine judgments of my feminine? You know, how do I feel about my crazy? This is a very valid question to ask ourselves. How do I feel about my crazy? How do I feel about my sensitivity? I will be so honest. I have days where I hate being this fucking sensitive. There are days where I will be on the phone with a friend like, man, <laughs> being this sensitive, this aware, this empathic, this intuitive fucking sucks. Having this much of my feminine capacities online open and awake because I get to feel the pain of the world. I get to feel the pain in the hungry children. I get to feel the pain in Black Lives Matter. I get to feel the pain in COVID deaths. 
grandma dying. I get to feel the pain of all of that. That's part of this. That is part of this. We don't get to say, yeah, I want to be the fullness of the feminine and then not have to ask ourselves these questions. Not, we have to ask ourselves these questions. So can we ask ourselves these questions of how do I, how do I, me, my inner being, my inner being, just for right now, not making it someone else's job to hold you, not making it someone else's job to be the masculine for you, not making it someone else's job to witness you, not making it someone else's job to awaken your feminine. Just for a moment, just I'm not saying that it's not beautiful to have partnership and I'm not saying that's not beautiful for the interactions with others in whatever capacity to awaken us, to hold us, to nurture us, to support us because it's beautiful and it's, it's a huge part of the path and it's glorious, but I'm just saying for this moment, for this moment, if we were to just take it in, take it in and, and ask those big questions, those, those, those big questions, you know? Where do I think I'm too crazy? Where do I think I'm too emotional? Where do I think I'm too sensitive? Where do I think I'm too much? Where do I think I'm too much? Where do I not trust my intuition, right? My women's wisdom, feminine wisdom. I don't care if you're a man or a woman, we've all got intuition, we've all got women's wisdom. We've all got the, the feminine flowing through us that can feel way beyond the five senses, that can feel into everything at any time, any moment is connected to the all of everything, the rhythms of life. You're connected to the next person. You are empathic as a motherfucker, right? That's the feminine. That's, we've all got it. I don't care what body you're in. It just doesn't matter what body you're in. It doesn't matter what body you're in, right? We all have it. And it's how are we honoring that capacity? How are we honoring those capacities? How do we hold space for that capacity? What are our, our judgments of our own feminine, right? That's kind of one place where healing can start. It's one place where healing can start. I'm trying to feel into what else. I can feel, almost feel like the next question is, okay, great, Sabrina, this is good that we keep bringing this back to self. Um, by the way, those of you who are interested in doing mystery school or who have maybe put your name on a wait list for mystery school or are like hanging out for us to release the details of mystery school next week, so a couple days we'll have it out. This is a big part of what we explore in mystery school. It's one of the big themes. There's probably six or seven main themes that we explore in mystery school and one of them is our relationship between the masculine and the feminine is divine union, is sacred union, is our relationship with the masculine and the feminine, is going through, you know, I talked about those six faces. You go through those six faces and what happens is you find where the wounds are. You find when you do archetypal embodiment, which is a big practice that we do in rewilding, and you go into archetypal embodiment and you find right down this line is where I have some wounding. Right down this line is where I've got some past life memory. Right down this line is where I've got some absorbed ancestral conditioning or family conditioning. Right down this line is where I've got some goo, some of the rubble, some of the, the gunk. Um, that's, that's locking me up. That's locking me up. That keeps spiraling me and spinning me around so I keep having these same challenges show up, these same challenges show up, these same challenges show up, like let's get into the root of that. So um, 
that felt important because we're on a mystery school roll, right? We start the 20th of July. So all of these next couple of lives are rolling into mystery school. First week is free. So for those of you who are like, look, mystery school sounds great, but I do not have the resources to do that. Don't worry, it's on us. And like, we got you for a week. We got you for a week. Um, so we'll send all the details out um, to our subscribers on our list as soon as we get them um, up and published. But I think the next question that I wanna go into that I can kind of feel or that I get a lot is, great, you've talked about this inner work, Sabrina, but how about working in our outer relationships? Because we're never not in workshop, we're never not evolving. You know, whether we're um, doing it in our own practice, we're doing it on retreat, we're doing it in workshop, we're doing it reflectively, we're doing it in rewilding, in workshop, or here, even here, we're doing some of the inner work. But what about, you know, at this interaction with my partner, or this interaction with this masculine out in the world, or this interaction where I'm the masculine and I'm interacting with the feminine and I'm starting to freak out, right? Cause this, this woman's crazy, right? Like you're watching the feminine, you're like, whoa, like shit, man. Like I thought I could hold some space, but this is just, I don't even know what to do with this. Um, and I wanna feel what's the most useful thing that I can share around this is, is that like, hmm, awareness, 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 pausing, 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 pausing. Um, the more and more that we become conscious and the more and more that we become aware, we get to have a witness hanging out all the time. And witness is, is divine masculine energy, right? It's consciousness itself. It's like Shiva witness. And so this is a really great practice to start to develop in yourself is having witness. And so what witness does is it takes you out of reactive old pattern over, 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 right? Someone says this to you, you do this. And it happens over and over and over. It's just automatic. You know, it's kind of deeply ingrained in our wiring. So your, let's just say you have a male partner. Your male partner presents this lack of consciousness, shitty warrior energy, ego crap, five-year-old boy crap, whatever is not divine masculine, he presents this, and you have an automatic response that you do every time. Every time, every time you do it. And you, so he does this, you do this. He does this, you do this. But when you can come in with witness, right? He does this, <sighs> you break it. <laughs> but you have to witness it first. You have to witness it. So there has to be this bringing awareness, bringing presence, bringing like all of ourselves to conversations, to situations. So he does this, you're present enough, available enough, aware enough, conscious enough to catch it. That's the first step is you catch it. And maybe you fall into the conversation, right? Maybe you fall into the reactive space right away. And that's okay, but you caught it. You at least, caught it and then you went and you did the same thing. Okay, cool, but you caught it. So next time comes around, same thing happens. Okay, here it is, here it is, right? You catch it, you not only catch it, but you're like, okay, what do I do? Like a, you gotta do a pattern interrupt, a pattern interrupt, take a deep breath, make a weird sound, you know, dance a little dance, <laughs> like do a little jig, some sort of pattern interrupt. You can do something goofy, you can do something silly, but break the pattern, break it. Whatever it is, like, like 
I don't want to say throw something on the ground, but you know, this happens, you witness, okay, here it is again, <sighs> right? Boom, pattern's broken, right? I just made this really weird deep sound, I breathed really heavy, got into my body, right? And I broke the pattern. I broke the pattern, I broke the pattern, and I, and I might just sit here stunned in silence because now I don't even know what to do. Fine, but you're not on the loop, right? You're not on the loop of does this, do that, does this, do that. You're not on the loop, break the loop, break the loop. And then, you know, you just keep going, keep going, you keep going, and sometimes what we have to do, this is fun, I've done this on many occasions, over many, many years, but this comes in, you catch it, <gasps> you break the pattern and you're like, ah. so I tried that route like a thousand times and that one obviously didn't work. I broke that pattern. Let me try this route. <laughs> so you just, you just try a different angle. You just, you try a different angle. Just try a different angle and see what happens. A lot of times this, life is an experiment. The whole bloody thing is an experiment. I could give you, you know, one tool but it might not work in that situation with that person. I could give you 10 tools and all 10 of them might not work with that person in that situation on how to break into higher consciousness. So the whole thing I'm talking about here is, you know, this is a repetitive pattern that's at a pretty low vibration. It's at a pretty low shitty level of consciousness. It's definitely not divine masculine. It's definitely not divine feminine. It's, you know, like unconscious masculine, wounded feminine, right? Toxic masculinity, toxic femininity. It's happening on that level. But if you just break it, and then you get up here as best you can, right? <laughs> if this has been a nervous system, if this has been a, I don't have to say nervous system, if this has been a pattern that's been playing out for 40 years, you know, you, you've spent some time like working the grind. You've spent some time like that, that pattern is pretty ingrained. So it's gonna take a little bit of time. So being super compassionate with self when we're, we're carving new pathways, we're carving new ways. And so we come up and when you come up, you might just have to try different things, try different things. Humor is amazing. Humor is amazing. I love humor. I think humor is hilarious. Touch, I know that we're in a time of like no touch, COVID no touch, but touch is amazing. Something to like snap out of it. And then you come up, um, <laughs> I'm always thinking of, of what I um, have done in the past many, 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 many times to partners, partner, probably one in particular, which I've done like a lot of work on. And I have like 20 different doorways. And so you come up and you're, you're in that pause place and you're like, which one? Boom, let's try that one. And he's like, right? And you don't see any, any shift happening. And you're like, okay, how about this one? Right? And he's like, oh, his body relaxes, his heart opens, you can feel his cock is aligned to his heart, which is aligned all the way up through his central channel, up the top of his head. And he's just like, ah, oh, yes. You're like, ah, oh, that one I will put in my back pocket to use again next time. <laughs> okay, um, this has been amazing and beautiful and glorious, so, Huge gratitude to those of you who were here on the live. Huge gratitude to my dad. Like, dad, I don't know if you're still here, but I just wanna give a massive shout out to my dad um, for being here on the live, even if you're not here still, dad, but you were here in the first couple of minutes. Like, that's really amazing and beautiful. And talk about like, 
witnessing the feminine in your daughter in like a wild and big and open way of like, whoa, you know, wondering how many times my dad was like, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> my dad's really good at holding space. He's really good at holding um, my allness and supporting my allness. If he wasn't, I wouldn't be here. So <laughs> thanks Solos for sending my dad some love. Um, so love doing these lives. We'll be doing them definitely between now and the 20th of June, maybe just before the 20th of June, between now and uh, mystery school starting. So there's just this like beautiful energy that's like ramping up, ramping up, ramping up, ramping up, and so much wisdom and good yumminess to share that we wanna keep sharing it with our community. So definitely be live every Saturday, same time, same place. Um, here, the, If you haven't liked, us or subscribe to us on YouTube, that would be amazing. If it feels right for you, of course, never if it doesn't feel right. But if it feels right, or if it feels right to tag any friends on this to watch the replay, we'll leave these up. So for now, we're gonna leave our lives up. Who knows for how long, but plan is to just leave them up. So it helps, this is a totally new platform for us. So you know that we went from a 48,000, 47, 48,000 member Facebook group um, to this platform. So it's new for us and all of your support in whatever way feels right for you is super appreciated and super helpful and just lots of gratitude for that. Um, but I would love to see you on next Saturday's live. Don't know the topic yet. Um, we'll let you know. We'd love to see you in the newsletter where we will announce all the details to Mystery School and how you can get that week free. So the week of Mystery School um, for free starting the 20th, like 20th to the 27th. Come be a Mystery School. It's really good. It's really yummy. It's really wild. It's hard to find words <laughs> for what Mystery School is. But um, hope to see you all there. Hope to see you in the live wherever it feels right for you. So yeah, just a lot of love, a lot of gratitude, and I will see you where I see you, when I see you, and how I see you. Mwah.